Good afternoon. Welcome to BCC Talks, Episode 3. I am your host, Bianca Clark. Today we have a special guest. We have Yesenia Gonzalez-Sanchez. Welcome to BCC Talks. Thank you for having me. Good to have you here also. Before we get started, we have some special announcements. On October the 11th, there will be open house. And also, late start classes begin October the 12th. You are able to purchase your books through financial aid October the 3rd through the 14th. Welcome, Yazzie. So I understand you're a work-study student like myself. Last year, I worked at the library for both semesters. But this year, I'm working at the Monastery Charter Public School. And I work with first through third graders, kind of like a helping hand. And it, it's really fun being there. I could be having a bad day and I could walk in and the kids would be all excited to see me and it'll like turn my frown upside down. So it's really nice being able to go there and have my day brightened and be able to laugh with the kids and mm-hmm. hear some of the outrageous things they might say time to time that okay. completely throws me off. But it's still fun to be that bigger yeah, for kids them. Yeah, have big personalities. Yeah, yeah. they is, definitely have. Is that something that you want to do long term? Like, what is, what is your major right now at BCC? My major right now is early childhood education, B okay. to K transfer, which is birth to kindergarten. I really wanted to work with infants at a daycare where it deals with babies, but now that I'm working with the first through third graders, I'm kind of leaning towards that age group just because I can. They can actually talk back mm-hmm. to me versus a baby, and they they just they make me laugh all day. Like they're yeah. definitely changing my mind. I love kids. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, they're so innocent and sweet. They're very affectionate. Love to talk. Yes, they do. They love to talk. Yeah. Tell you their whole world. (laughs) I understand that Hispanic Heritage Month is this month, and I wanted to be able to um, ask you a few questions. Well, my mother is from California. She was born there, and my grandmother was born in Mexico, but she came to the to the United States and had three girls and three boys in the U.S. So I'm a part of the second generation. I've actually never been to Mexico. My mother did tell me that she took me when I was a baby, but she didn't want me to go growing up because she felt like I would be targeted because Growing up, we became so Americanized mm-hmm. that if we went to Mexico, they would automatically tell that I'm from the U.S. just because of the things I might wear or the way that I speak Spanish over there. Mm-hmm. It would be completely different. Like, they could speak it 100% fluently with that accent, and I don't have that. I feel like because I am more Americanized, many people may not view me as being Hispanic, but there's actually a lot of people out there who are more Americanized now. What does being Americanized mean to you? I know that a lot of people may view Hispanics as someone who can speak Spanish and 
cooking clean like we're raised to be. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually a part of the second generation. And although I grew up having to cook and clean like everyone else, I didn't have to go through many of the struggles that first generation most likely went through. I'm still Hispanic and I still participate with my cultural. English is my first language, but I still speak Spanish. It just may not be 100% fluent. The only time I would speak Spanish was when I would speak to my grandmother because whenever I would say anything in English, she would repeat back to me, say it back in Spanish so that she can understand it. Mm -hmm. And if I were to say a word that was not pronounced correctly, she would pronounce it the correct way and make me repeat it so I knew what I was saying and so that I could speak the language correctly. I actually grew up more. Hispanic when I was younger, but as I got older, I felt like I became more Americanized. Being in the school system and having to speak nothing but English, as well as when I was in elementary school, they put me in this class where they supposedly showed you how to speak English just because I was Hispanic, although I already knew how to speak it. They just basically would pick all the Hispanic kids and put them in that class. I'm not sure if it's called ESL, something like that. But yeah, they put me in that class and I remember telling my mom, like, I don't know why I have to go here, but at the same time, I was like, well, that's 30 minutes where I get out of class. <laughs> like, So I just went with them. How did it make you feel when you had to do that in school? Um, to be honest, I didn't feel too bad because I was there with other Hispanic kids. So it was a little fun, but at the same time, I kind of felt like I had no purpose being there. Also, when I was in school, they would always send the Hispanic parents home with like paperwork that was in Spanish. And I remember I would give it to my mom and my mom would be like, what is this? Like, mm -hmm. I cannot read all of this, all of these wordings in Spanish. Like, they need to give me a paper in, in English so that I can read it and understand it. So they just automatically just assumed. Yeah, like, yeah. all Hispanics needed a Spanish version. Like, it was definitely useful to those who needed it. But to my mom, she was like, I need the English version. Like, I yeah. cannot understand this. Well, while, you're on, while we're on the subject, what does family mean to you? What are your, as far as your family? Are you pretty close? I feel like a lot of Hispanic families take pride in putting family first just because of our community. I know that we have, me personally, I have a very big family. We definitely like to do a lot of big dinners when we're all together. Mm -hmm. Like we'll have all types of foods and drinks. Like you could come over and think it's like a vendor, vendor's lot, because it'll be like a bunch of food from everyone. Yes, and what are some dishes that you like? Well, I actually like to eat a lot of boneless wings like from Zaxby's. I like to eat pizza, and I really like chili cheese tots. 
Ooh. Yeah, I love chili cheese tots. But <laughs> some of my favorite Hispanic dishes would probably be pozole and chicken tamales. And I also like to eat fruit, a certain fruit salad that Hispanics makes. A lot of Hispanics make it very different. They could include um, strawberries, peaches, grapes, coconut shreddings, almonds, pecans, and like a cream, a sweet like cream that you put in there. It's very delicious. Sounds good. I'm, I'm more of a mango person. Oh yeah, I love yeah. mangoes as well, like with tahine up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it that spice. Yeah, and you I can put, put it like there. on all types of fruits, like a lot of people tend to put tahine on watermelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's delicious. I'm, I'm more of a mango, kiwi, and bananas person. Uh, yeah, that's I one love of kiwis. my favorite. Yeah. They actually like if you go to the Smithfield flea market. I feel like the Smithfield flea market has a lot of Hispanic cultural there. Like I've went there in the morning and I'll see different stands with like the hot chocolate that you like. Not the Walmart brand, like the Mexican hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh my God, they have the hot chocolate here. And they have like a lot of different stands with Hispanic foods there. So if you ever want to like get an experience like that, I would say go to the flea market in Smithfield, like the really big one. I've never been to that one. So it's on the weekends, you have to get out there like yeah, super on the early, weekend. I'm sure. yeah. But it, it, that's, when I went there, I was thinking like, well, like I feel like I'm somewhere else mm-hmm. like, just because I saw so many Hispanic vendors there and like selling Hispanic foods and like things that you could that they would bring back from Mexico. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and, and try that out. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely yeah. go. Yeah. Try some Hispanic dishes. That's good. Now, as far as are, are there any other special activities that you do? I know you said you and your family love to get together and make dishes and things. Like, what are some other fun activities that you got, um, you and your family do as well? Well, as I mentioned earlier, when I was younger, we would celebrate my cultural a bit more than now that I am older. So when I was younger, we would always celebrate Cinco de Mayo, and we'd all get together and have that big old cake where you have to cut it and see which slice has that little figure inside. And we would always have it with our homemade hot chocolate. And yeah, we would drink that. And basically that would determine who would, well, we would use it for multiple different things. Like it could determine, what they had to do the next year or who was in charge of this like my family was a little different but now that i'm older we don't celebrate things like that like the most we'll get together is christmas thanksgiving and like birthday parties and even at birthday parties like we still have the traditional piñatas but it's a little different now like for example my uncle just threw a birthday party and he had like a painting section where he had canvases and paint brushes for the kids. Oh, okay. And that was something new that we've never done before. 
because I know that a lot of Hispanic parties tend to turn into an adult party yeah. by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Yasin, I thank you for coming and joining me today and talk with me on BCC Talks. Thank you for having me. This concludes episode three of BCC Talks. I am your host, Bianca Clark. And please also, again, please do not forget that open house is October 11th and late start classes are October the 12th. And also to purchase your books from October the 3rd through the 14th through financial aid. Everyone have a great day. This is BCC Talks.